welcome, welcome to the Run With Us podcast, your show for everything Chicago Bulls. And now, your co-hosts, Michael Lavalarte and Kevin McKenna. Welcome back, Bulls fans. Episode 10 of the Run With Us podcast, a show presented by the Basketball Podcast Network. I'm Kevin. I'm joined, of course, by my co-host, Michael, and it is Monday, August 22nd. Now, you guys might have heard something a little bit different in the intro there. Something sounds a little off. Big announcement coming out of the Run With Us podcast. We are joining the Sports Podcast Network and specifically the Basketball Podcast Network, which is their basketball leg of their podcast network company. And we're super excited for this. Um, we're, we're working with some great people, some great content creators, and we're going to reach to more Bulls fans and more basketball fans. And our show's hopefully going to grow to bigger and better things. Now, our content's going to stay the same. We're still going to be giving you the best Bulls content out there. But you might hear a couple differences in the show in terms of intro and maybe some, some ad reading. But everything's going to be the same in terms of what we're talking about. And, you know, me and Kevin, we still own the, the show and everything. So stay tuned. We're going to have, honestly, more content for you because we have the chance to work with other content creators in this podcast network, especially within the Bulls division, because every team in the Bulls division has their own podcast on this network. So go to www.thebasketballpodcastnetwork.com. Check out everything there is to be on this on this network. There's all the shows. Most NBA teams have their own show. And, you know, give all the shows a listen, as many as you can, because all these guys do a great job on their, on yeah, their basketball great. shows. They're I know, great. yeah, Kevin, you listen to a few of them. I think you've said that all of them have been really entertaining. Every single one so far have been entertaining, great content, great hosts. Uh, you know, me and Michael know firsthand that it's tough to put content out in the offseason, especially this part of the offseason when it's kind of dry. So for them to be doing such a good job, it's just motivation to us, and I highly recommend you guys check them out. If you guys support another team or you just like to know what's going around the NBA, the Basketball Podcast Network is the network for you. So, I think we're going to start the show off a little bit differently today. We're going to talk about the Chicago Sky, the best basketball team in Chicago. Hell yeah. Coming off of a historic win against the Liberty in Game 2 of Round 1, winning by 38 points. Michael, I know you saw this. Oh, yeah. It's incredible. It's not only incredible. I think it's the best possible way to bounce back from a really tough game one loss. You know, uh-huh. you lose in front of the home crowd in your first playoff game and your, you know, your playoff run to repeat as champions. And, you know, it's a little disappointing to lose your first game. So what do you do? What do you do when you lose your first game? You don't just come back and win, but you come back and win by an historic margin. Yeah. So most uh, points, uh, most point differential in, in WNBA playoff game. That's insane. Like, that's the be- that's the best way you can come back and bounce back. And now they're going to use that momentum and go into their game three today against the Liberty. Unfortunately, it's not in front of the home crowd. It is in New York, but I still think this guy can pull it out. They've been there. They've done this last year. They know what it takes. They got Candace Parker. They got Vandersloot. They got Quigley. They got a bunch of vets that are ready to lead this team and hopefully bring back to back championship championships to Chicago. And this, you know, this could be our last year. Which Talk about momentum. Again. Oh, yeah. That, <laughs> you don't get better momentum than, you know, a historic win that sets a franchise record or a WNBA record for that. Yeah, I mean, what what a well-put-together team. Kalia Copper just blows my mind. 
Yeah, she's really good for she, such a young player. She's so good for how young she is, and you can just tell that as she's surrounded by all these vets on the team, it just you know elevates her even more. And yeah. it's nice to know that, you know, although this is probably our last run with this core for a WNBA title, we still have a young player who shows tons of promise for the future. And I don't think the Chicago Sky are going to be going away anytime soon. Right. Um, and Vandersloot, great game. Go I, ahead. Go I ahead. just wanted to say, you know, we talk about the, 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 the Chicago Sky. Obviously, the WNBA doesn't get as much coverage, but... You know, we really got into it last couple of seasons. The playoffs especially are electric. These games are really entertaining, and I, I suggest everyone tune into the Sky Run because last year they, you know, they put up together a really fun and entertaining title run, and I feel like a lot of people missed out on it. And we have a championship team here in Chicago. Tune in. Like, this is a great team. We got, you know, one of the goats of the WNBA playing for the Chicago Sky. She came home, and she's led the team to now two, you know, hopefully two title runs. Tune in, just, you know, even if you just watch part of the game, like, it, it's it's really entertaining. The announcers do a great job. The NBA players, a lot of them go there to support. You know, we've seen a lot of Bulls players supporting this guy. I'm sure we'll see a lot, in the, if, especially if the Sky move on to the next round of the playoffs. So tune in to the WNBA playoffs. It's 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 a great it's a great time to be, you know, a WNBA fan. Yeah, you, you won't be disappointed. And you guys are listening to a Chicago Bulls podcast. You guys want to see NBA titles? Well, we've got WNBA titles on the way. They've already provided one, and we're going for another. So uh, check it out. It, it's it's extremely exciting. Like you said, Mike, we watched it a ton the last couple of seasons. It's nice to watch a Chicago basketball team be as successful as they were. I mean, it doesn't get more successful than the championship. And when they're winning by you know 38 points, you really that's just great. You're watching great. a game, your team's up by 38. You're like, hell yeah. But even last year... In the finals against the Mercury. That was such a good series. It was such a good series. Close games. Two stacked teams. That's why. Yeah, they were stacked. Super exciting. Yeah. Um, and the announcers, they the announcers are announcers that we all know, too. They use, you know, big network announcers. So the fans that watch the game recognize those voices, and they, it's electric. You know, those calls are electric. Yep. So game three should be set to be tonight. Is that correct, Mike? I believe so, yep. In New York on the road, Sky are gonna. It's a, it's a, it's a deciding game. It's a best of three series. So this is, you know, whichever team wins this game yep. is is going on to the next round. And I have huge, like I have a huge faith in in the Sky to pull this one off. Even though it's on the road, they've been one of the best teams this year. Obviously, like we said, they've done it before. They know what it takes. So I I, I expect them to win. If they don't, it will be disappointing. Definitely disappointing. I see them pulling it out though. I see them making a deep run in the playoffs. Yep. I see them contending. So, yeah, tune in, guys. It is way more exciting than you would probably anticipate. Uh, absolutely no disrespect there, but I felt like I kind of took it for granted or kind of, you know, shrugged it off beforehand. But like we said, I got into it the last couple of seasons, as did Mike, and did not disappoint. And we, we're in such a dry, like, season for sports. Like, really all we have right now is is uh, baseball. Obviously, football's about to start, but right now, like, the playoffs are just kicking off the WNBA, so there's nothing there's nothing better to watch than playoff sports, even if you know, even if it's WNBA. So yeah, I'm their their roster stacked anyway with Quigley, Vandersloot, Clea Copper, who we spoke about, super young, and of course Candace Parker. Oh yeah, one of the goats. So yep. tune in for sure to that, guys. All right, so back to the Bulls. The schedule came out kind of a tough schedule to start out. 
Yeah, there's a few games in there that, that definitely could be uh, uh, close or you know could go either way. Obviously, we start against the Miami Heat on the road, so that's always a tough one, especially since we got swept in the season series last year by the Heat. Did play them competitively, uh, especially when we were at home. We did a lot of the times we faced them that we were banged up, but they also suffered a lot of injuries. So the Heat opening up the season on the road in Miami, tough game, not going to lie. But, you know, if the Bulls are healthy, they can definitely compete with the Heat. We saw the Heat struggle in the playoffs a little bit, so there's obviously some weaknesses the Bulls should look to exploit, just as they did to us last season with their defense. Um, after the Heat, we go on the road again to the to face the Washington Wizards. That's got to be a must-win game. you got to have that win to come home to play the Cavs in your home opener. Right, Kev? Absolutely. Wizards got to be a dub, especially coming off the Heat as your first game of the season. That could go either way. I do see the Bulls on a little bit of a revenge tour against the Heat this season. So it's going to be, it's the first game of the season. Either way, it's going to be all out. But we're going to see a little bit more of that grit, I think, from game one. So because that's such a tough game, Wizards, right before you come back home, must win game. Should be a win, no question about it. Absolutely. Then after the Cavs, uh, our fourth game of the season sees us at home against the Eastern Conference champs in the Boston Celtics. So, you know, we have, we're not going to go through every game to start the season, but we have a, a few teams that are really good to start the year. Yeah. You know, we got, we got the Sixers in the first couple weeks, the Nets, and then the Celtics again, the Raptors a couple times, Nuggets. So we got, you know, it's, it's kind of a balanced schedule to start the season. You got a mixture of really good teams, mixture of so-and-so teams, and, and you can't forget about those teams that are, like, in between because those are the teams that sometimes you you forget to play hard against them. You know, you see the Magic. You see teams like even the Pelicans. Like, these are teams that aren't necessarily respected as contenders around the league, but, you know, you don't you don't bring your A game against those teams, even the Wizards, even the Cavs. Like, Well, that's exactly you, what I was about to say. You have to, you know, come out every night and, and play hard. And I know this is, you know, obviously the players know this, coaches know this, but – it's something to be said. We saw it sometimes last year. Fatigue sets in, and, you know, early in the season, you want to make that stamp, play hard every night, get those early wins like we did last year, which allowed us to make it in the playoffs because if we didn't have such a successful first half of the year, we could have, you know, barely made the plan. Yeah, I mean, with the injuries and the unfortunate events that happened, we could have dropped oh, yeah. much farther. Uh, but but like you said, I, I wanted to go into this a little bit further. Our third game, we played the Cavaliers. Our fifth game, we played the Pacers. Like you mentioned, it's those teams that you don't take for granted. The Bulls have had struggles in the past, stepping up to the plate and pu- playing at their full potential against teams like this. You know, now, the Cavs are not a sleeper team by any means. Right, but we saw what the Cavs did to us in the first game of this. The, the first time we faced them last year, we lost to the Cavs on the road. Right, we and, killed you know, them in the preseason. I, in, yeah, in the preseason, yeah. And no one, like, the Cavs have been really bad for the last few years. And no one expected the Cavs to kind of come out and, you know, really contend for a playoff spot last year. And, and they... You know, they they played us really competitively, and we had no answer for their, you know, their twin towers with Mobley and Allen. So that was a wake-up call for the for the, uh, for the Bulls last year. And then also, speaking of the Pacers, when we got back from that West Coast road trip that we were, you know, we didn't have Vooch for, we came back and we got blown out by the Pacers. I don't remember that, but that was our first home game back. I don't know if you remember that, yeah. but that was our first home game back from the road trip early in the season. and The, the, the Western Conference road trip that yeah, we went on? Yep. Yep. And then we came back for the home game and faced the Pacers, and you can tell the guys are really tired, and they just didn't have it that game because they lost by, I think, almost 30 points. And they simply don't match up with the Pacers very well. No, especially before they made the trade last year. Yeah, before Sabonis was traded, 
that was not a great matchup for the Bulls. And now they got Tyrese Halliburton. You know, they got a lot of young talent on that Pacers team. So, you know, we're we're just singling out the Pacers specifically, but any team on the, the even any rebuilding team, the, the you have to beat those teams. Especially with the record we had against the elite teams in in both conferences last year. If we don't come out and, and beat, you know, the the five hundred teams or the you know, the barely contending teams, we then it's gonna be a rough season for the Bulls. But we also looked at the end of the schedule, and it, it's not a bad end to the season in terms of the teams that we play. No, that's what's great. It kind of, the way I was looking at it, there's, of course, going to be tough games thrown in there. But it definitely presents itself as an opportunity to finish strong. And depending on how we perform through the first half of the season, or, you know, even later than that, we hold it together first half. It gets pretty tough in the middle of the season but we end it pretty somewhat lightly it could be an opportunity to finish strong i'm actually pulling up the schedule right now i kind of want to go through some of these games with you last year we had a really tough end to the schedule so you know again we we won early we won a lot of games in the first half of the season and struggled the second half i i hope this year we see a more balanced you know competitiveness from the Bulls. I don't want to see, you know, another bad drop off at the end of the season cuz you know, that carries as momentum into the playoffs. And the teams that do well at the end of the year end up are usually the ones that go on big playoff runs, even if they don't necessarily have the best record. You know, we saw the Pelicans jump out there and really give the Suns a run for their money. You know, 2 2 years ago it was the Hawks that that started winning late in the season and then they ended up going to the Eastern Conference Finals. So, you know, we we want to see the Bulls have continuous momentum throughout the year, not just you know when you know going to the All Star break as the first seed, and then you know barely get over five hundred in the second half of the season. That's going to be on Billy Donovan to manage. You know, the load of the players. Obviously, we have a lot of older players on the team, so hopefully they can you know stay durable. We can stay healthy and we can compete late in the season, so we can bring that momentum into the playoffs. Yeah, I mean, just looking here in March. You've got Detroit to start off the month. You go to Phoenix, tough game, obviously. Indiana, Denver, Houston, Sacramento, Minnesota. You got Miami on the 18th. You got a Philly in a back-to-back against Philly. That's tough. But Portland, the Lakers, throwing the clips, then the Lakers again. Charlotte, Memphis, Atlanta, Milwaukee, Dallas, Detroit. Obviously some tough games thrown in there, but definitely they're our easiest leg of the schedule. Um, you see a lot of the bottom of the barrel teams in there playing the I don't think the Lakers are going to be a problem for us again this year. Got Detroit in there, Houston's in there, Sacramento, you know, teams like that. So, and of course we finish out with Detroit as well. Yeah, definitely definitely a, a not, you know, there's still a lot of hard teams, you know, you mentioned the Clippers, the Bucks, the Sixers a couple times, even the Hawks, but if we look at like if if the Bulls play to what I expect in the play, you know, even teams like the Clippers and the Mavericks and the Hawks, like we should beat those teams. I, I, I don't think that we're as bad as like we played last year. And I know we struggled against the good teams last year, but we, especially a month like that, we can use the momentum from beating this, you know, the lesser, you know, the, the worst teams in the league. And we can use that and go into the, the big games that we have that month. Cause the bucks are obviously still contenders. The Clippers are still contenders. The Hawks are on the come up. You said the Mavericks who are always, you know, they play every team very tough. So we can beat a lot of those teams. We just have to believe it. We have to play hard every day. And, you know, we have to utilize the schedule. This, you know, a good coach and a good team plans their, 
you know, their training and how they play around the, the games that they have and their off days that they have. So if we can if we can manage that correctly, we can really have a successful not only a successful month there, but a successful season. Yeah, I mean, like you said, it really comes down to I'm not gonna say like you said again, sorry. Yeah. Like mentioned before, it really comes down to beating the teams that we're supposed to beat and using that as momentum to beat the more difficult teams. Right. So as long as we hold our own during the first half of the season, things ease up a tiny bit towards the end, and who knows? We could we could have a better seating than everyone anticipated, but that's not hard, right, because everyone shits on us. Yeah, they didn't really give us – they didn't make it that hard to, to, make, to, to prove them wrong because they're so wrong. Exactly. They're so incorrect. All right, something a little bit funnier. Horace Grant is auctioning all four of his NBA championship rings, all four, including his first three-peat, uh, well, his only th- three-peat, the Bulls' first three-peat that he was part of. Come on, Horace. Come on, Horace. What are you doing? I, Sell I, the I, Lakers' ring. That's I fine. I put it on a tweet, yeah. <laughs> Sell the Lakers' ring? I do not care. Horace, Horace, you broke? Yeah, what's going on? I, I got you, bro. Keep the Bulls' rings. I got you. Like, come on. Those we'll donate. Uh, something. Well, yeah, well, the, the, those Bulls' rings mean so much to Bulls fans. I mean, to sell them, like, obviously, like, if he's going to sell them, he's going to sell them, but... I mean, it's a, it's the three P. He was here for such an historic run, and just say like, oh, let's see who wants to bid the highest for him. Like, I don't know. It's not you know, it's not a huge deal, but no, it's not. But it's it's it, the awesome. Like, Horace Grant. We remember it's a Bulls we run legend. a Bulls like, podcast. Yeah, we, this is all we come <laughs> up with, man. Like this is just how it how it works in this time of the year. Horace Grant's on his rings. We got to be <laughs> up in arms about it. I say I say every Bulls fan tweets at Horace Grant, and if he sees, you know, everyone yelling at him, I think maybe he'll just sell the Lakers one because we don't give a fuck about the Lakers. Unless he's really broke. I I doubt it. You know, he's an NBA legend, so I'm sure he's got a couple spares, you know, some spare change in a jar somewhere that he can get by with. I think he can keep, you know, maybe one or two of the Bulls rings to himself. Crack open the piggy bank, Horace. You're going to be okay. Just don't sell those rings. You selling those rings just takes a – it just – we feel it. We'll feel it, man. We'll know. We'll know. Every single one of us will know. Um, another thing I saw, sort of on the uh, same leg there, there is a game-worn, and this has quite possibly been out for, for quite a while. I'm just seeing it now. 1998, the last dance season, Michael Jordan game-worn jersey from game one of the NBA Finals. Wow. And it is estimated to sell between $3 million and $5 million. That's a lot of money for a jersey. So, me and... Yeah. yeah. So, it's we are currently taking NBA. donations com. to the Run With Us podcast. Because donations? No. Me and... Don't tell them that. Me and Michael are currently planning on purchasing this. And if you guys want to come by the studio and take pictures of it up on our wall, that is completely okay. And it's not like we can't afford it, but... You know, if you guys want to chip in a little bit, yeah, we can afford it just we fine. We can afford it just if fine. If we didn't get any donations. We figured it would be fun to have the Bulls community all come together and purchase this, you know, not just us. It's like a team building Yeah, it's thing. a team building exercise. That's exactly what it is. Yeah, no. It's, it's not that we can't do it. It's that we're opening up to the community. That's what That's what. It's we're really about. doing this for you guys. Yes. So if you guys want to donate to us to buy this uh, jersey for our studio, we'd really appreciate it. Don't worry. We'll take care of it. We'll keep it here. Visitation rights completely allowed, but our responsibility not a problem at all. Exactly. Well said, Kevin. Thank you. All right. Uh, P-Dub. F- final thing, P-Dub. He's looking good. 
He's making me. He, he, when I see his highlights, I just smile. He's making you what? Smile? Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, he makes me smile because of how good he can be. And the only thing I'm a little, you know, I'm a little shaky about is, is it going to be, is, is the Bulls team that he's on right now, is it going to allow him to, to showcase his actual talent? Obviously we know he's going to be a big part of the defense, but is he going to get the chances on offense to be, you know, the third option or is he going to be the fourth option? Can be the fifth option if Lonzo Ball plays, you know, it's, it's, it's hard to see him, you know, Averaging over 15 points a game. I was going to put out a Twitter poll. I think I might put one out today about whether Bulls fans can think he can average 15 points a game or more. I see it between 10 and 15. I hope he does more. I hope he is that third option. Now, whether that means Vooch isn't having a good year or Vooch is just taking a back seat. Pete up has so much talent. You see how much he's worked on his game. You see his handles are tighter. His shot looks better. He looks more confident. You know, he can... His mid-range looks really good. That little... Dribble hesitation pull up. That's a Kawhi Leonard, DeMar DeRozan type shot. Yeah, right it's there. money. It, it is cash. And, you know, whether or not, I feel like he's never going to be a bad three point shooter. He might never be a knockdown three point shooter, but he's always been a, a solid shooter in his career. And he, he'll continue to be that way. But if he can put the ball on the ground, score from anywhere on the court, get to the rim, and especially hit that mid range shot, that's a lot of talent for a, such a young kid to have. Yeah. I mean, obviously, we really want him to be grown to his full potential because of the future. But if we're staying in the present, we don't really need him to score more than 15 points a game with the team we do. If we're going to be successful, he's a big part of it. Him staying healthy, him playing well, him continuing to be versatile on defense, and him inserting himself in the offense. However, with all the scoring options we have on the team, we have a very talented offense. We don't need him to score more than... 15 points a game. Right. 10 to 15 points a game, along with Vooch having a comeback season and all of Lonzo, Zach DeMar doing what they do, which I don't have any concerns about, that's a recipe for success. Not only what you said, but we it's a good problem to have because think about if 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 we had a team that allowed Patrick Williams to be the sec- first or second option, we're probably not competing. We're rebuilding. We're rebuilding, which we've done that. We've been there. I'd rather have to worry about how are we going to get the uh, you know the fourth overall draft pick from three years ago into the offense rather than oh we need him to average twenty five points a game or we're going to go zero and eighty two you know like it's a good problem to have and like you said he's part of the future we know that so we don't need him to do that right now we don't need him to put the team on his back right now we just need him to be play his role and contribute more than we've seen the last two years that's all we're asking of Pat, Patrick Williams and with the offseason work he's been doing. I it's safe it's I think it's a safe expectation to to expect that from him. Yeah. Same exact boat with Io DeSumo, little different role coming off the bench, but he's also looking really good. Looking pretty dominant in all of the the runs he's doing. It's so nice that we're getting these snippets, these videos of oh I mean, I feel like we got one to talk about every week. Like yeah. a new video of one of our young guys being an absolute menace. Yep. So that's super exciting, and it's just got me itching for the regular season to come back, even preseason. It's getting me itching for any Bulls basketball to resurface. Yeah, and you see that, you know, just seeing a young talent on this team gives you hope for not only the future, but for how deep the team could be this year. So, like you said, can't wait for Bulls basketball to be back. Hopefully, you know, I mean, preseason will be here before you know it, training camp and everything. So, just got to hold out a couple more months in the offseason. Got to grind through those months, and then we'll be rewarded with some quality basketball from the Chicago Bulls. Yeah. 
All right, guys, we're going to wrap it up. I did want to point out a couple things. Uh, I know very few of you listen off of our host directly, Buzzsprout, but that will be changing with this change in network. So more information will come out regarding to that in the next episode, but we are going to be changing hosts. Thanks for uh, to Buzzsprout for being our original host, you know. Yeah, thanks, Buzzsprout. Good analytics, but yeah, we're moving on. Mm-hmm. Sorry. But, yeah, so if you guys – I know it's very few of you, but if you guys – primarily listen off of Buzzsprout. Most people like to listen off of Spotify and Apple Podcasts. That's how I would do it. But yeah. for those of you who do listen off of off of Buzzsprout, that will be changing. We'll have new links out and all that, so it'll be taken care of. Still super easy to access our show um, and all that good stuff. So I just wanted to point that out. Please, God, give us more Bulls news. Good Bulls news. Give us good what? Bulls news, not horse. Oh, you know what? We should mention... Goran Dragic's injury. Nothing serious, but he did suffer a, a minor injury playing overseas. And luckily his coach and his trainers say that it shouldn't affect him for the regular season. But it was a knee injury, so he's a little bit older. Obviously, these things can could be a, something you want to take note of. And with the role that he was promised this year by Billy Donovan and company, <laughs> we hope that he's going to be healthy for that. Not, not a super important injury, but... No, something I, to take note of and just keep an eye on to make sure that because he's been playing a lot overseas this summer. Yeah, he has. So, you know, you want to make sure that it's not sacrificing his health for the upcoming season. Of course, and we want the, him healthy and available. Right. But we just don't want to rely on him anyway. So, yes. All right. I think that's pretty much it now. Yeah. We can call it there. Give us give us good bulls. We news, need man. some good bulls news to cover for you guys. Come something on, to be man. entertained about. Come but, on, man. You know, other than Horace Grant trying to solve his uh, his championship rings but that'll be it for today thank you for listening again we got some big stuff coming lots of changes happening so just um stay tuned for that uh we're excited for next week next week's episode which will be the first episode that will be officially officially under the basketball podcast network so stay tuned we appreciate uh the following we appreciate you guys liking sharing and just listening to us so if you can keep doing that uh we'll just grow this show and yeah any, any last words kevin rate us review us follow us and please feel free to dm us on twitter yes um the run with us podcast at the run with us pod please dm us on twitter it's been so fun the people that i've talked to so far about the podcast it's so exciting we have no problem giving people shout outs on the show if you guys want to give us a funny bull story ask us a question any hot takes it's our favorite part it's the only reason why we do this show is to interact with you guys as Bulls fans, and we kind of want to be a catalyst to all that kind of stuff, the average, everyday Bulls fan. So please DM us. We'll give you a shout-out. We'll talk about whatever you want. We'll even DM you back, let you know, give you a little timestamp of what episode your bit is in if it makes the show. So please feel free to do that. It'd be super fun to do a Q&A, hot takes section, or a segment, I should say, all of that good stuff. So, all right, enough rambling for me. Run with us. Always run with us, baby. Always run with us. Thank you. All right, peace.